You are listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580, where we bring you the latest in entertainment news, trending topics, and interviews. I'm your host, Robin, of course, with you Monday through Friday, 6 to 7 p.m. Happy Friday. You already know what time it is. You already know what time it is. It is a good energy day. We are all happy around these parts. I hope you are, too. I hope there's not too much traffic for you out there. Uh, all those good things. Um you might even be home. It's 6.05. All right. You might even be home. Uh, and, and if that is the case, then good for you. Listen, y'all already know. I can't I can't forget to say this. There is a hurricane. Hurricane Hillary is on its way. Now, we don't know exactly where it may land, but you want to make sure that you are taking all sorts of precautions and, um, you know, look out for yourself. You, you know, just. I don't even know what to say. We've never had hurricanes here. Uh, so uh, that's here on the West Coast. If you've been listening to the news, then you already understand. You already know. This is strange behavior for us, weather behavior. So uh, you want to make sure that you you get your supplies. And do you have any, uh, any, any advice? <laughs> um, all I'm going to say is uh, people forget that we had a tornado in Compton. We did have a tornado. And we had Compton. a tornado in Montebello. We sure did. So we this, sure did. this hurricane, I mean, I don't know what's going on, man. If, if you believe in climate change and all other type of stuff. Yeah. It's real. It's, it's real. real. It's 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 obviously very very clear because we're seeing it more and more. So this is very strange for us. But again, you know, uh, make sure that you are taking care of yourself and you stay uh, w- at least dry this weekend. If not, if nothing more, at least stay dry this weekend. Um, we have another great show lined up for you with our entertainment contributor that uh, we'll have uh, in just a little bit. I'm excited to get to it. And if you want to, of course, the 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 window of opportunity for you to chime in on the conversation is always open for you. You can call us at 1-800-920-1580. You could also join us right now in our YouTube chat. Hey, I see you guys in the YouTube giving you a nice shout out. Um, thank you so much for joining me and uh, I appreciate all the engagement. So we'll get to, uh, I think I have a question of the day and all the good stuff for you. Um, no real updates for you. There was not. There's not a lot going on that I want to share about just because, you know, I'm not going to share everything. You guys have got to know that by now. We are an entertainment show, but we are nice, uh, good entertainment show. Not not all the other stuff. You know, that's just me. Uh, so but let's go ahead and get to the Rob report. Now it's time for a breakdown. So, um. It's interesting, you know, recently we did discuss the fact that Gilbert Arenas has something to say about the LGBTQ plus community uh, in his interview. But on uh, on the other side of the coin, he shares with us that uh, he actually had an experience with Dwayne Wade's daughter, Zaya. So this is very I just it took me off guard. It's interesting. We'll listen to what uh, Gilbert Arenas has to say about it, because uh I think it'll be enlight it'll be enlightening if nothing else. Okay, so we'll talk about that. We're also gonna uh, talk about the fact that Barbara Walters seems like she she was no joke. Okay, Barbara Walters was now uh, it's being alleged that she had gotten into it with a sports ca- a former sportscaster. We'll talk about that and. Uh, what happened there. Um, So we're going to break all of that down on the other side with you guys. If you want to chime in, absolutely. You're welcome to do that. Uh, We're going to go forward and and bring in our entertainment contributor on the other side. You are listening to the raw report on KBLA talk 1580. Stay there. 
Hey, what's up? It's your girl, BB, and you're listening to me on The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Uh, okay, so <laughs> check this out. This is something that I, I, I've been very curious to ask about. Recently, there was a clip of rapper Yo Gotti who was doing an interview, and in, right in the middle of the interview, that it was being filmed as well as recorded for the radio, but in the middle of the interview, his phone rings, and his girlfriend, Angela Simmons, uh, she calls him, and he's stops right then and there in the middle of the interview and he answers the phone on speaker by the way he he puts her on speaker and he says hey she says hey and he says I'm in the middle of an interview and she was like okay and she she they hung up and uh everybody he went basically viral for that moment yo Gotti if you don't know is a rapper who's already very very successful Angela Simmons uh obviously is a successful entrepreneur businesswoman the daughter of the legendary um run of run DMC and uh literally he went viral I guess again because everyone was saying you know, I need a man like that. I need a man that's going to stop what he is doing and answer my calls. And then she got some props as well because, you know, she didn't question him. You know, she didn't say, what are you doing? Who are you with? She didn't do any of that. She just said, okay, when he says he's in the middle of an interview. So are those the new standards? Is that the standard for this, for Yo Gotti, for your man to, or your woman for that matter, to stop and answer your call no matter what you are doing i'm gonna put that in the chat and i want you to go ahead and answer that you know on your on the poll whenever you uh, choose to do so right right now i do want to get to our contributor of the day we've got miles bloxon host and producer of miles to mogul hey miles how are you hey robin how are you i'm good i am good as well thank you so much happy friday to you Right. Happy uh, Friday. Happy Friday. Do you have any plans over the weekend? Are you uh, chilling at home? Or are you more so going to get out there and get busy? I need to be a homebody. I've done too much. I've been <laughs> team too much for the last three weeks. I need some days off. Oh, really? So team too here. much over the last three weeks? My goodness. Do you care to share? <laughs> uh, yes. I went to Japan for a week. And then I came back. Oh, wow. To, came back to Texas. Went to National Associations of Black Journalists in Alabama. Wow. Then came back and then ended up finding out I had COVID, so I had to sit out <gasps> for like a week. Oh, no. And so now I'm finally back in the mojo, getting back with all my friends and stuff. So I'm just like, look, I need a nap. Several. Wow. <laughs> so, wow. Okay. Yeah, you definitely. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm telling you, please sit down because you've done a lot. <laughs> the Japan trip alone, I, I, you know, that's blowing my mind. Uh, what was that, that flight like? What is how many hours? It wasn't actually bad because I flew to San Francisco, and I think from San Francisco there was about an 11-hour trek. And then when I came back, because I think you catch, like, the tailwind or something, it was only, like, 10 hours coming back to Texas. Oh, but, okay. Um, That's not bad. Yeah, so it wasn't bad. Yeah, it wasn't bad at all. And I think I stopped. Actually, I stopped in L.A. for a second on the way back. So it was, like, okay. a 10-hour flight coming back from L.A. Wow. Yeah. So okay. it was good. The food is good. The people are nice. It's amazing. If you haven't been, you got to go. I definitely have to go. And my, my daughters who are in love with uh, Japanese culture, they, they're they saying we got to go. They're telling us we got to go and, and make that trip happen. So uh, shout out to you. Shout out to, to Miles. She over here world traveling. I love that. <laughs> good for you. Thank uh, you. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I have to get your thoughts on this before we move forward with the topics of the day. Uh, I don't know if you saw that clip where Yo Gotti answered his phone in the middle of an interview um, to answer his girlfriend Angela Simmons phone call 
And, um, you know, of course, everybody, all the women, you know, are commenting, oh, my gosh, I that's what I need my man to do. I need my man to stop whatever he's doing anytime, anywhere and answer my call. He got so much love. And while I think that is fantastic that he did that, I think it was great. Is that becoming the new standard? Is that is that I don't know if you call that low or high. I mean, but is that the new standard in your opinion? You know what, for me with men, like dating and everything, I've always looked at like successful men, right? And I've said, okay, they don't have a lot of time. So I always wanted more of their time because they Mm. can buy you stuff, take you places, but they don't necessarily have time to just sit around and, you know, talk to you for hours and Mm -hmm. all of that good stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So I expect time from them. When somebody doesn't have, you know, a lot of money or a lot of stuff going on, I expect them to be creative about dates and things like that. Mm. So I just think it, it, it comes down to like what you want as a partner. In my opinion, I'm really hard to get in touch with on the phone sometimes. I just don't like phones. I don't like how available <laughs> it makes us to everybody. So yeah. even my best friend, my fiance, everybody is always like, me, I just I called you two hours ago. I texted you two hours ago. And I'm just like, ah. Yeah, so sorry. I can't really, yeah. So I think if Gotti is doing that for her, man, that's great. That's absolutely amazing. Um, is that something that I necessarily need? No, I kind of want you to be busy. I'm cool with that. Like, I don't mind if you don't call me for a few hours because I'm off reading a book, doing something protective. Right, right. It doesn't matter to me. But if it's an emergency and I really need your attention, it's good to know, like, yo, I got a guy that's going to make sure I'm good regardless. Mm. He's never going to call me six hours later and be like, babe, what happened? I wasn't there for you. Yeah. So. I get both sides of it, but, you know, it just just depends on what you want. You know, know, I I like the way you broke that down, though, just in the sense of like everybody needs something different, you know, depending upon your lifestyle and and them both being very successful. uh, She can probably understand like, okay, you know, I knew I knew you were going to a meeting at some point or he was he's promoting his his music right now. I think he's got a new album out. And so uh, she's probably like, I already knew you were going to be doing, you know, media today or have a whole press day so um she's probably not tripping about it but also like you just said depending upon what you know if you have a lot of time on your hand then then what should you require or do you require in your relationship and it's different for everybody but i like i like that i like that answer so uh pretty brown mimi says let's make it the new standard okay she says i think it's sweet and courteous to answer your spouse slash partner's uh call i agree okay very cool. Yeah, I'll sure. leave that poll up so you guys can go ahead and get in there whenever you so choose. Um, uh, never too busy, Kenny, Kenny Lattimore. I don't know what that means, but let's go ahead and move on <laughs> with the topic right now. That uh, means that they answered the phone. Oh, is that <laughs> is, is okay? Is that what uh is that what Kenny Lattimore does? He he answers the phone where he has a song. Maybe he has a song. Never too yeah. busy. Yeah, I guess never it? too busy, baby. Ah, yeah, okay. so I guess he picked And I love Kitty no Lattimore. I, I love I love his music. I've never I don't know that particular song. So, uh, but shout out, shout out, <laughs> uh, Miles. Let's go ahead and talk about this first uh, subject, Gilbert Arenas, who's not necessarily known to be. Hmm, okay, what's the word? Uh, He's not net. You would not think that he's the most kid friendly, even though he has four children right. of his own with Laura Govan. Uh-huh. Um, and you know what? To see Gilbert in his environment with his kids, he's actually a very nice guy. He 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 he's very involved with his kids, uh, and it's really nice. But you know the 
image of him that people see online is pretty funny. It's pretty, pretty funny. He does talk a lot of mess. He talks a whole lot of mess. He says whatever. He's very blunt with what he says, uh, what he wants to say. So that is the side that a lot of people get to see. So they don't necessarily know another side of him. But he recently did an interview where um, he was on. He did an interview with Vlad TV where he was talking about the most unfair group walking this earth basically is the LGBTQ IA plus community and he was saying that um, we we talked about that in depth that you know there were some points that I felt were valid you know he was saying they have a playbook that only they know so when we mess up we don't even know that we messed up until we've already messed up and then we get you know all these fingers pointed at us or they come at us or whatever and so we're still trying to catch up to the language we're trying to catch up to you know the isms what do you say how are you supposed to be and to a certain degree I believe that he's right with that um, but having said that uh, and, and actually Andy and I we talk about whenever we bring up this this topic we're like bring up Gilbert Arenas he's always like bring him up because he made that and I I do believe a lot of people agree with Gilbert there but recently uh you know he's got a podcast and we were all uh the the internet when I say we all the people on on the internet we were watching this podcast where he had Dwayne Wade on and they opened up about Zaya Zaya Wade who is Dwayne Wade's trans daughter and um let's take a listen to what the surprising details of what Gilbert Arenas and Dwayne Wade had to say. Let's take a listen. So the idea of Gilbert Arenas as a babysitter. Listen, I'm going to tell you, Gilbert has a soft side, right? You know what I mean? That, it, that a lot of people can't see. It's hard for him to even see it. But kids, you can see it when it comes to kids. Like the way he, were, the way he was with my daughter, Zaya. And even before, I'm sure Zaya shared things with Gilbert that she didn't share with me. And so the way he was with her, and, 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 I, and I, my, me and my family, we talk about this a lot, but the way even publicly, like Gil, anytime Zaya posts something, anytime he posts something about Zaya, Gilbert gonna comment on it, right? He's, a, he's been a big supporter and a big fan of hers way before the world knew Zaya and knew anything about Zaya, right? Gilbert was one of the first ones to like really show her that love from a black man. You know what I'm saying? That she probably was afraid to even get from me. Mm-hmm, yeah. You know what I mean? At, at one point. So, like, I yeah, appreciate it was that. What's so funny is we had, the, we had a conversation, and the conversation was, what do you fear the most? That was, and it was, it wasn't Zaya yet. So, right. it, was, it was still Zaya. It was Zaya. And I was like, what do, you fear the, what do you fear the most? And thought about it. That when I'm ready, they won't support me. Hmm. Oh, you good then? I said you you good then? They they they're supporting. They're just waiting for you. And then from there, you can just see the relief, mm-hmm. the relief, the relief come out. And I was like, okay. And I didn't want to tell you guys. I was like, I, I just wanted to be natural. Right, that yeah. was the thing that I, yeah. you know, are they? And it was just, you know, it was just that, that's the not the world. It didn't about the world. <laughs> She didn't give two fucks about the world. Right. I was like, I just want to make sure that, you know, are they going to be okay? Nobody would expect that. Yeah, right? yeah. Zaya went to Gilbert, everybody. Wow. <laughs> Zaya went to Gilbert. Zaya opened up to Gilbert. Now, um, that surprised me. 
we never knew um, Zaya has been out for a while now as a transgender young lady. And uh, she's, you know, she's been out and people have had all kinds of things to say, but never in a million years would I have thought she's she opened up to Gilbert Arenas that way. But again, she knows a different side of, of Gilbert. I'm sure uh, Zaya had been friends of his kids. He's got two two uh, specifically two older kids who are around the same age. And so. My thoughts are just, I was more surprised. Um, Miles, give me your thoughts. And then um, what what does that say about a child who is kind of afraid to open up to her parents in that way in this day and age? Give me your thoughts. Man, when I, yeah, when you first sent me the story, I was like, this is clickbait. This is a lie. Mm-hmm. This is not. Mm-hmm. This is, is it, to find out that Gilbert Arenas has a sweet spot, a soft spot <laughs> for children, and he's like a kid whisperer. You know, like, yeah. wait, what? Like, I know him from his off-court shenanigans. And like you said earlier, he's never shy with his words. And every time you hear about him in the news, it's always something, mm-hmm. right? And it's not necessarily positive. It's not necessarily negative, but it's just always some, you know, something around his name and, and what he said. He always makes comments that people are like, wait, what did he say? Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. to hear that Zaya went to him, that's big mm-hmm. to me. That's absolutely big. And I feel like a lot of times, too, as a child, you know, you, you look to your parents and you just want to make them proud. You just want to make them happy. You just want to make sure they're happy with the job they're doing with you, which is interesting, right? Mm-hmm. That's an interesting dynamic in itself. So I totally get it. Like, sometimes you go to other people that you feel like are not necessarily your parents because you feel like, oh, I don't have the weight of the world on me to, to make sure that this person is proud of me. And maybe mm-hmm. I can, like, you know, talk to this person in confidence and they'll give me some insight to how my parents might process whatever I tell them. Mm. So first of all, I commend Zaya for being so young and being able to like say that to Gilbert. Mm-hmm. And secondly, I commend Gilbert and I never thought I'd be saying this <laughs> for just like <laughs> creating the space for Zaya Wade. Who like who would have thought that? Like like you said, who would have thought that? Who would have thought it? You know, um this is something that's sort of near and dear to my heart just because of my own kids who are 16. And as close as we are with our kids, uh, my husband and I are both very, we have a great relationship with our kids. And we think, you know, we think we're like, oh, they would tell us anything. They will open up to us about anything. And um, I still, I still hope to, I hope that that's true. I believe that to be true. But at the end of the day, um, sometimes, I think you have to be intentional about telling your kids very often, as a matter of fact, how they can open up to you. Talk to them, you know, having a um, there's a uh, there's a TV show. I don't know if you're familiar with the game, like the original the game um, TV of show. Of course. Yeah, yes. OK. All right. Melanie so, you know, Derwin, Der- yes. exactly. You you know how Derwin and Melanie got down. They had this thing called the um, trust or my goodness. What is it called? The trust circle or no, it's called. um. <laughs> Andy's like I can't help Something you with that. Something where they trusted each other. Yeah, Something where they trusted. Yeah, each the, other. the yeah. Tr- I forget the spit. I forgot. I literally forget right now. But uh, whenever they said it, they uh, and and my husband. I know he's listening. So you know, send me a text, babe. <laughs> send me a text. Remind <laughs> me of what it's called. But basically, it was the um, the idea that whatever we said right now is safe to say. I'm not going to call you out for it. You you know, I'm not going to get upset with you for it. You can trust me. The trust. 
I forget what it's called. Okay. But anyway, we actually started, we picked that up. We took that from the show to do that within, within our relationship. When we also have said that to our kids and tried to tell them that, you know, they are able to um, talk to us about anything that they want. They can open up. And, Again, I'm not saying that we have it all figured out and that it's perfect because I'm sure you kind of learn that in life as a child, as you're growing up, you kind of learn what you can say, what you cannot say, what you feel like. Have your parents trusted? Have they shown you in the past that you could actually say something to them and trust them? Or, uh, or, you know, have they have they blown it before? You know what I'm saying? So there possibly could be times where they still have they still hold on to things that they haven't said to us either. But, you know, I'm not knocking it. I I actually have heard from Dwayne Wade, not personally, but he said this, uh, you know, just in in public. He said that his daughter coming out and her mentioning that she was afraid to talk to him has made him look at himself and say, what about me? Does she not even feel comfortable with? I have to change something. So he began to do a lot of research and um, became a lot more open and, and accepting of that lifestyle and finding more, finding out more about the community. And so um, I, I have to applaud him. Like you said, I got to applaud uh, Dwayne Wade for that because that's a, a huge deal as actually. Yeah, absolutely. For any parent to be to look at an, a, a situation and be like, what can I be doing better? I always think that's a win for the child and the parent. Yeah. Because a lot of times people will just typically say, well, my child doesn't know anything. They're five, they're seven, they're 10. You know, but your child has a lot of insight that you don't have because life has maybe somewhat jaded you. And that happens to people. And I don't think people give children enough credit for their intuition and them being in their authenticity at a young age because life hasn't mm. done anything yet. Mm, you know that's what I mean? a word. Yeah, that's a whole word. Yeah. Um, Andy? Just to be a little critical, I'm not a parent, but as a parent, shouldn't you just instill maybe just a little bit of fear in your kids? A hundred percent. What you mean? Like, well, I, I hear, I think I hear what you're saying. There's a difference. There is a difference in my opinion on this matter, because uh, I was actually just having this conversation today about how, how much, how close we need to hold our kids to us. Right. And, you know, and not let the world get to them, not let the world uh, influence them too much or whatever. But also, as much of a of a friend you should be to your your kid, you should also very much establish that boundary that I am the parent and and you are the child. So in that way, the fear, sure, uh, because I'm a thug in real life with my kid. <laughs> my kids know I'm a thug. Really, I'll turn into somebody real quick. But they, but but we're friends. They look at me. And we talk. We chat. I mean, they look at me like we 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 laugh more than there's discipline because we set those things to, uh, in place when they were very very young. So um, I do I do agree with you, Andy, on that part. But I absolutely believe that that friendship part of it is where you begin to build the trust. Um, you'll see when you have yeah. some kids, Andy. You'll see. You'll see what I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm not a kid. I mean, I'm not a mom either yet, but I feel like there's a difference between fear and respect, right? Our yeah. reverence yeah. for your parents. So I think when you have respect or reverence for any individual, there's going to be a sense of fear there because you don't want to let that person down. So I think That's that it, it depends on how you frame it, right? Like, mm-hmm. I don't want my kids to necessarily be afraid of me. I want them just to respect me as their, their mother, yeah. you know? So with that comes the apprehension on like, oh, how should I move? Because what would mom say? 
You know, so you got I, think, it. I think it's perspective and how you look at it as well. You you absolutely got it. Um, I'm all about that respect, but I'm a, I'm about a little bit of that fear too. I'm a, I'm about a little <laughs> bit of that fear. Just look at me in my eyes, and you know, you already know what's up. Okay. Uh, anyway, we're gonna continue our conversations on the other side. Right now, we got news, traffic, and sports. You're listening to the Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Stay right there. Yo, what's going on? It's your boy Eric Bellinger hanging out right here with my family at The Raw Report. Yes, you are listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Shout out to Andy. Andy, don't miss. Okay, that is Kenny Lattimore. Never too busy. Thank you for that. Uh, that was actually, who was who said that? That was Pretty Brown Mimi who, uh, who started that off. And Andy went ahead and finished it. Man, Andy, he don't miss. He don't miss. Um, good to have you back, Andy. Thank you so much. We appreciate you as always. Um, we are having an interesting conversation. Shout out to Avi Bernard, who uh, who we were having this whole discussion. We took it off the mic and started having a discussion about parenting and uh, what are the different nuances between respect and fear. You know, should kids fear uh, their parents and things like that? And before we move forward with our contributor, Miles Bloxon, let's go ahead and get this comment from Fahima. Hey, Fahima, how are you today? Hi, Robin. Just very briefly, you know, we've all been on the receiving end of varying parenting styles. And that being said, as a clinician, I've had conversations with clients who were rearing children. And the question would be, do you want to have the type of relationship with your child where they know that there's unconditional love and support and that they can come and talk to you about anything? Or do you want them to be fearful and hide things from you because they 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 know that or they assume that the response is going to be negative and I think the former is the best approach and I I think I can say in fairness uh, that your children probably have the former they know that they have unconditional love and support and that they would only want to do things that would make them you feel proud and not fearing oh well I don't want to I can't I don't want to hear her mouth so I'm not going to discuss that and so I think that we want to have unconditional love and support where our children know that they can come to us with anything. 100% agree with you, Fahima. And I appreciate uh, that comment and your expertise in the matter. Uh, I will say this, though. I still, still, we're, I think we're starting to talk about something different when, when it comes to fear. Uh, I never want my kids to fear coming to me to share something with me, no matter how bad it is. And we, my husband and mm -hmm. I, we talk to our kids about this all the time. Whatever it is, no matter how much trouble you think you'll be in, no matter how bad the thing is that you said or did to someone or something, you can always come to us because, yes, by far the ratio completely outweighs when we're talking about the unconditional love and that acceptance. However, when it comes to fear, Fear, if we if we include that into this conversation whatsoever, the fear that I would say that I'm not I'm not mad at and I'm OK with with my, my children is the fear of what would happen if I did something intentionally. I, I was out here doing something or, or I had the opportunity to do something. I kind of don't want those kind of problems at my house. Like even though my, my parents would be accepting, you know, that we'll get over it. We'll get through this. Right. To even stop them from doing something. I want them to have a healthy, small amount of fear. fear 
Right. Well, well, this is the conversation. Fahima, this is the conversation. I'm not wanting to disappoint you. Sure, this is the one second. One second. This is the com. This is the conversation that. Avi and I were having uh, out, out, uh, outside when we were on our break. This is the conversation that we were having. And you you said exactly what Avi said. He says basically that um, it is uh, respect. They won't do things because of the respect. Uh, basically, that's what. It, and I agree with him. We we agree with each other. And, and ultimately, we're saying the same things. But there are there are semantics here and there are very small nuances that say re- respect is all across the board. This is my opinion. And I'm not a clinician, but but respect is all across the board. But respect in that in the small amount of fear is something totally different. They are totally different, um, but they they're. There's there's their uh, semantics. And I believe that they're just small nuances that nuances that I believe in that I am that way with my children. So, um, again, Avi and I completely respect each other, but we we uh, agreed to disagree on the matter. Um, So I appreciate you, Fahima. I thank you so much for your call. I have to go ahead and get Miles Bloxham back on so that we can go ahead and get to this next conversation. but wow, what a conversation. I love this conversation. And by the way, I am open. I am open to being uh, to, to receiving information. I'm open to being uh, educated on the matter. I'm talking about how I am with my children, how things have worked with me. Uh, I have twins. They're 16 years old. And this is just how we roll in our family. Um, but I will say that th- we are completely friends. They have a, a huge, they have uh, a, an we got a, we had a call and we lost them. Okay, uh, we they we have a huge they have a huge amount of respect for my husband and I and um you know but they do have that respect as well as you know maybe a little bit of fear because they don't they don't they don't want certain things. Miles Bloxen, let's go ahead and talk about this this story very quickly on former sports broadcaster uh, Sage Steele who had just gone through a whole lot that we won't necessarily have to get into, but. Um, Sage opens up about the fact that Barbara Walters, the late great Barbara Walters, actually assaulted her when she was at The View. Do we have this? um, Do we have this clip? Let's go ahead and listen to her explain this and then I'll get your your thoughts on the matter, Miles. You about Barbara Walters. She attacked you. you, Wait, what? It was right after that segment with the the Obama segment. And um went in the back and so it was barbara whooping and myself in the dark green room off the side i was probably about four feet from the wall in the trash can and barbara was standing over here in front of me and she just started to back up towards me and looked at me and got close and elbowed me oh and then pushed me back into the wall in the trash can i was like what did this just do to me like this 140 year old woman just tried to like tackle me. <laughs> what is happening right now? And the, some of the producers saw it, Whoopi saw it. And Whoopi was like, come here. And she was great. And she pulled me aside in her little area and she's like, don't you let her do it. And I'm like, am I in a movie right now? A legend, the, one of the, <laughs> the legends in this industry just tried to beat me up. Okay. Um, Miles, what do you do if you go to The View or something like that, something on that level, and an icon is literally, the, she, she, she's running the thing. She's running the show. She is the, the, the big dog on set, and she sort of bullies you and assaults you. What do you do? Uh, please describe this to me. I don't know what I would have done. <laughs> Look, first of all, 
Sage still is 5'11". Barbara Walters is 5'5". Five five. Like, come on, Sage. Like, when I first read this, I was like, wait, what's happening here? We got a six, what is that, a six-inch advantage here? So what are we working with here? And then we got heels on. So we know that she's taller than that in heels. Anyway, I'm like, you let this woman, this little woman that you called 140 years old, first of all, that's oh, you're making a disrespectful comment there. I love Barbara Walters, by yeah, the way. Yes. Um, but I don't see her as Suge Knight. She's 5'5". Five five. <laughs> she's like 120 pounds soaking wet. I'm sorry, baby. Okay. I don't believe you. It's right. hard to believe you right now. But if this happened to me, I would probably be like, do y'all have camera footage anywhere? Okay, mm-hmm. perfect. I need that. I got a case. I just got assaulted by Barbara, Barbara Walker. <laughs> Boom. Done. That's what I would have Okay, so That's you bring a case it. on the Barbara <laughs> Look, a lawsuit I mean, on if, her. This, if this is real, if this is real, you know what I mean? And so you don't even I don't, believe, I don't know you don't believe Sage, okay? I don't know if this is real. I don't know if this is real. There's too many things that are not adding up or aligning for me in this story right now, Robin. I'm okay. sorry. Oh, that's that's fair. Uh, I, I wish we had more time to discuss it. But, you know, I think it's interesting um, what happens when you go into a, a space where you probably want to be on your, I don't want to say your best behavior, but you know, you want to be accepted and you don't want to be um, blackballed or you don't want to do like, you know, blacklisted from a show or any show for that matter against someone who has that kind of power. You know what I'm Mm. saying? And so I wonder if that has anything to do with it. She did not, uh, she did not explain what happened there after what happened after uh, Whoopi said, don't let that happen. Cause you know, Whoopi also an icon in, in that same space says, don't let her do that to you. I think it would have been cool right. had Whoopi said something to Barbara, like, "Hey, you right. know what I'm saying? Don't, don't. What, what was that for? That was unnecessary. So it's almost like you need to sometimes speak up for the underdog. And at that point, Sage Steele, of course, was the underdog. So that's interesting. But uh, you know, uh, rest in peace to Barbara Walters. We'll never know now, unless Whoopi Goldberg no. says something. We, we will well, yes. never know. Yes. Yeah, so if Whoopi says something, she tweets about this, hopefully within the week here, then we'll have some clarification <laughs> and then I might be issuing an apology next time to say still. But for right now, I don't know. I can't believe it. I don't want to believe it. <laughs> OK, uh, Miles, thank you so much. It's always great talking to you. Let everybody know where they can find you online. You can find me at Miles Tomogul on Instagram. That's M-I-L-E-S-T-O-M-O-G-U-L and MilesTomogul.com. Thanks for having me, Robin. I appreciate you so much. Enjoy the rest of your night and the weekend as well. Stay dry out there. <laughs> Thank you. You too. <laughs> Bye. Uh, when we come forward, let's go ahead and get to our uh, who's got next and what not to miss on the other side. You're listening to KBLA Talk 1580. What's going on? What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Denzel Whitaker, and I'm on the Raw Report. Well, it's this song right here that's fire, okay? I hope you guys like it. This is Ayana Lee called Gangster of Love. Woo! of love wow i just absolutely love being able to find new music find new artists who do something you know who are real r&b if that's what you do do something do something refreshing and to me that is uh that's what she was given to me dj black 909 says and who says r&b singers can't be hard like rappers wow that's a great point that's a great point because Ayana Lee. Well, I think also if you incorporate beats, you know, like hard beats, 
Um, fun fact, that's what Ja Rule, that's why Ja Rule blew up the way that he did, uh, according to him, according to his camp, because he was rapping, but he was able to bring R&B sounds and R&B productions with his rap. And nobody was really doing that at the time. So if you think about um, even Beyonce, Beyonce, she does R&B. But if you think about some of her harder songs where it's like she's rapping like a diva or yeah, that's a that's a hard knock. I mean, she's got several like that, but it's when she's rapping, you know, kind of rapping, singing with like a, an R&B beat or or a, a hard arm or hard like hip hop beat with her R&B singing. So it's interesting. It's in- very interesting the way that you can combine the two that makes something very, very nice to listen to. So, yes, Ayana Lee, Gangster of Love. I'm adding that to my playlist. Um, yeah. DJ Black 909 says reminds me of Love on the Brain. Okay, very nice. Listen, it has been a great show. I want to absolutely bring back this conversation about parenting. I I am just so uh, intrigued to listen to to learn. I guess other people's point of view on parenting. Um, <laughs> I just I, I love it, and you know I have to say shout out to me and shout out to Robbie Ayers who you know we raised these beautiful young ladies who are uh, doing doing well. We've raised them, and so we know a thing or two. Um, <laughs> so anyway, that's that. Excuse me, that's that. I probably will take this conversation to social media. Okay, I will just to give you a heads up. Listen, what I don't want you to miss. Ah. Uh, This is great. I am so excited to say that Usher has added now a couple of new months worth of of, of, uh, concerts to his Las Vegas residency. He says back by popular demand because he ended that over and he's ending it very soon, actually, or it has ended. And he added November and December to the Dolby Live at Park MGM. So uh, tickets are going to go on sale Friday, August 25th at 10 a.m. So you could go ahead and grab your tickets if you have not seen Usher. I have not seen Usher. I definitely want to make my way down there. But you could go ahead and do that if you're interested in seeing him in Las Vegas. This might be your last shot to do that. Um, You already know it's Friday. That means Zoe Williams is at home chilling. Now, I don't know where Zoe is, uh, but he is... Uh, having his best of show that's going to come on right after this. You guys definitely don't want to miss that. I'm excited to uh, come back next week for a whole other show. It's going to be a great one, as you already know. Again, stay dry, stay safe, be well over the weekend. My name is Robin Ayers, and remember today and every day forward to be a blessing.